Let us give the Lord a hand of praise. Yes, Somebody yes. give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are so grateful for such a time as this. Amen. Thank God for each and every one of you who is joining us on today. We pray God's blessings upon you. We pray for increase in your life. Amen. Also today, I have music planned. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. We are so grateful. And at this time, we have a great speaker, our executive pastor. Also, she, is, she also has a podcast that she does for ministry. I pray that you log on and she will give you the link. Amen. Not only that, but we have uh, uh, today is our pastor, our uh, friends and mission Sunday. Amen. And I'm not going to prolong the time, but we're glad that you are with us on today. And at this time, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Minister Daniels, Chaplain Daniels, and she's coming, and she's going to bring the word on today. Amen. I pray that you sit attentively and take in what God has to say for us, to us. Amen. At this time, Chaplain Daniels. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. So um, having a bit of difficulty trying to um, get on to from the Zoom to the YouTube to Facebook. So that's why you see me looking and looking like, okay, what's going on? But that's all right. We're going to continue on with this message and I will uh, deal with that at a later time. Yeah. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So as always, I just want to give honor where honor is due and thank my pastor and both my pastor uh, Benjamin Nelson and Pastor Dobby Nelson for allowing me to share the platform with them today and in Pastor Christine Jackson's absence as she is away with her family. I pray that all is well, all is well. So if you all would join me as I bow my head and just give honor where honor is due and asking the Lord to uh, decrease, decrease so that this message can be delivered in the way that he wants it to be delivered. So if you would, most gracious and heavenly Father, as I stand before you, bow my head, I ask that our Holy Spirit meets me in this place. Throughout the worship, I know that Holy Spirit is already here. So Father, I bow and humble myself to you, just allowing you to have your way. I know that there's many words on this paper and much study has gone forth into preparing this. 
but I just say, have your way, have your way, have your way. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, well, family, I have a lot of scriptures to share with you today because I have been asked to teach on the mission today. So our word, our title is, Where is the Church? Because I know that's a conversation that we've been having amongst ourselves and with other saints for quite some time now. Where is the church? So I'm going to go through the scriptures a little fast. If someone can put them in the chat, but I'll be going over them again. So you don't have to worry about, I didn't get it. All right, because I'll go over them before um, I read them. But um, I'm going to be starting in the book of Mark. So it's going to be the book of Mark chapter 16. Then I'm going to move on to Luke and Acts uh, and then John back to Matthew and then 1 Corinthians back to Luke and John and then the Old Testament with Nehemiah. Okay, so just put your seatbelt on. Stay with me. I'll slow down if I start going a little fast because, you know, as Holy Spirit starts uh taking over, we get we tend to get a little excited, you know, and we just want to have it. Uh, come out so that everybody will take something back. So we're going to eat today. We're going to eat together. All right. Everybody ready? Everybody in agreement? I'll start out with the mission of the church was declared in the Great Commission, which Jesus gave to the apostles before his ascension, right? A form of the Great Commission is found in the book of Acts. We know that's really where, you know, it, it really began. We're in the book of Acts where um, Jesus allowed um, to download into his, what were, disciples, and they graduated that day into apostles. But to grasp the entire ordeal here, we must examine all five of the occurrences of Jesus' charge to the church because each author only wrote about a particular part of this commission, right? So each one of these uh, disciples soon to become apostles shared their own journey or their own vision of what took place in their words. So that's why I'm going to start in the book of Mark, all right? So the book of Mark chapter 16 verses 17 through 20 but not back up i'm going to start with 15 first and then move to 17 through 20 but while you um so while you're turning there let me also share some of my references because as you all know i've just finished the polity course with foursquare and boy was it i, I just love I, I just have to say i can't expound on it more how i love sharing and studying from our founder uh, sister, you know, Amy Simple McPherson, she was a, a, a fierce, a mighty woman of God, a fearful uh, woman of God, but also a mighty force to be reckoned with. And that's all she wanted to do was the Great Commission. So everything you read about her talks about her journey on her mission. And it's almost as if that's what she was born to do, you know, so I want to share and go back before I get into my scriptures. There is one book or tool that was given to us during our studies in the course, the foundations of Pentecostal theology. So a lot of this is going to be coming out of chapter eight, the doctrine of the church. 
All right. The, but we want to start again with the book of Mark, emphasizing the church, the church's mission to preach the gospel. So if you would, I've given you chan a chance to get to Mark 16. So I'm going to start with Mark 16, 15. And most of my scriptures are going to be coming out of the King James Version. All right. So if you have another translation, that's all right, because I'm going to read it. So you just translate or stay with me as we go through it. So Mark 16, 15, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to what? To every creature. He did not say just man. And he didn't say man, woman. He didn't say man, woman, and child. He said every creature. And then when we move down to Mark 16, 17 through 20, he also told them, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, right? This is New Testament. This wasn't Old Testament. So when it's New Testament, that means it's what? Applicable to us, right? So he says, he shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. Most of us are afraid of them, right? But they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. When they lay hands on the sick, did you hear what I said? They shall recover. So then after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of his father, God. Amen. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So if Amen. this is told to us in the New Testament, we know that the Old Testament was just to tell us about his coming. But the New Testament is everything that the Old Testament told us about and more. So why are we so off course today, family, saints? What, what happened? That scripture alone told us that we can touch serpents and we will not die, right? We can lift them up, right? We will not die. That scripture also tells us that we no longer need a cupbearer, right? We no longer need that person to sip it before us because it might be some poison in it because he's told us that we're going to be covered, right? We no longer need to worry about when we're laying hands on someone if they're going to be healed because it tells us the word tells us they will recover so in this day that we are in today right yes. why are we not covering why are we not covering because it tells us that and you don't have to touch now we have the power to just speak so when we speak it, why are we doubtful within ourselves? All right, come on with me into the book of Luke. Luke 24, verses 47 and 49. Because see now, he told us what our mission was, right? Or is, shall I say. He laid down the foundation in Mark, right? And then he went up. He ascended. And if we know, you guys, you know, I, I, get, I just have to say, when I envision Christ with all that he did, I now right. know for sure that Christ was not a wimp. 
He was not a punk, right? So when I envision him after he laid out all that, Amen. let's say he laid it on me, you, you, and you, right? And when he laid it all out, then he ascended up to his father and he took a seat on the right side of his father and he's looking Amen. down us, on us like, yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. And every time we do something that he has instructed us to do or something that we are following, he's like, I know you got this. You've got this. You can do it. Yeah. See, Father? See, Father? I told you. I told you they would do it. I told you they can do it. Nowadays, it looks like we may be outnumbered where we, we have to allow him to have a little crow on his face every now and then because we may decide to sin or we may see our brothers and sisters sinning and he cries and he weeps for us. But the majority of the time, I'm going to say, the saints make him smile. The saints make him proud of what he did for us. Now, in the book of Luke, it, emphasizing, it emphasizes preaching, but it goes a step further to also emphasize repentance and remission of sins and should be preached in his name of all nations because in order for us to fulfill this task my brothers and my sisters we have to what because we may walk one day holding our heads up high and fulfilling his mission right but then like i said some days we may cause him to cry when we cause him to cry and may want to put his face down, that's when we need to take it upon ourselves and know that not just repentance, but remission. We have to do both because we can give lip service all day long and say, I'm sorry, but is it here? Is it here? Have we actually swallowed our pride and taken on the remission also of our sins? So the book of Luke 24 reads, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, bringing in Jerusalem. All right. Excuse me. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, not to you upon you right but tarry ye in the city of jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high because he's giving that to us what is that song press down measure shaking up we don't have to look for it it's already been given to us so why is it that we cannot operate and flow in it don't answer that, right? Don't answer that. All right, so as I speak a little more, the next chapter or the next uh, scripture we're going to go to, the book of Acts, all right? And we're going to start in the book of Acts chapter 1. Then we're going to move back to Luke just to reiterate that same scripture again. So I'm not going to repeat that one. But following Acts is going to be John 20. So stay with me, all right? And in the book of Acts, emphasizes the Lord's charge regarding the necessary preparation of preaching. So he didn't just tell them, go do it, right? He prepared them. That's why they were able to graduate from disciples to apostles, right? Because they no longer followed him. They no longer tarried with him because he was no longer here in the flesh to give them that 
step-by-step guidance. They graduated, right? So the book, excuse me. So the book of Acts uh, chapter 1 verse 8 reads, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. That means wide, 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 right? That's where we get our Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church, right? International. That doesn't mean you just sit in your home and share it with your family family right that doesn't mean you just go to church and come home and just share it with who's in the building family because it is in your temple that means it is has been cast down upon you so that it is put on to you so that you can share it everywhere you go all right so now turn with me to john 20 verse 21 and 23 and i'll give you some time to get there as i go back to luke uh 24 which we just read but i just want to expound on that last verse verse 49 when he says uh i send the promises of my father upon you the promises of my father because his father is not one that will lie to us. So he sent the promises of his father upon us. Not to us where he's knocking at the door and we have to open the door to accept it. No, it's upon us. It came through the door and it's upon us, right? And both in Jerusalem, Judea. So this means nationally, right? Now, you should be at John 20 now. And then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you as my father has sent me even so send i you just as my father put a put a pin right there did you hear what he said as my father has sent me i send you did he say i send you without the, the power of casting out did he say i send you without everything that you will need No, he said, just as the father sent him, he's sending you, right? So, and then, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost, whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. So we have the power to rebuke sins. He breathed on us. Do you remember a part in Genesis where life came to Adam and God did what? Breathed in Adam so that he would be filled with the breath of God. Jesus in turn breathed on us to allow us to inhale. Breathe y'all, I'm not going to a yoga class, don't worry, but inhale, breathe. 
in Amen. the Holy Spirit. And lastly, we're going to go. Now, this was the five for the Great Commission, right? So now we wow. went through Mark, Luke, Acts. Uh, where else did we go? Uh, John. Now we're going to go to Matthew. Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. And lastly, the book of Matthew, which emphasizes the teaching mission of the church. See, the, um, the church dual ministry, stay with me for a minute here. The church has a dual ministry, right? To preach and to teach, right? All right. So it's evident in the book of Acts. Acts, as a matter of fact, in Acts, Acts 5.42, preaching, for those of you that may not know, is the recruiting and motivating ministry of the church, right? So we have the preacher, and the preacher is to what? Take care of the saints in the church, right? So the preacher is to recruit through his word and to motivate, lift us up, right? So that way we're getting the food and we want to keep coming back. We want to keep coming back because it's making us hungry, right? So he's recruiting us and motivating us to so that we will do God's will. The preacher, right? Amen. Yeah, the shepherd. But now, stay with me because now I want to tell you about the teacher. All right. So, see, All right. they, they work hand in hand. You can't, you, I won't say you can't have one, but they work hand in hand. So the teaching is the maturing ministry. See, the book goes further to say that preaching is where new babes are born, right? Into God's family. And then teaching is where they are matured. Come on now. So the preacher does his part first. And then the teacher comes along. And the teacher edifies. Edifies the teaching. The recruiting. The new babe. The recruiting. And then the motivation. Because see you have them up here. They're motivated. And now it's like what do I do with it? What do I do with it? And then the teacher steps in. Right? And helps them mature. On that Taking word. So it's like they're chewing on it. But they're graduating because guess what? When they were babes, they were on what? Milk. milk. Now that the teacher has stepped in, the teacher is giving them meat. The teacher is giving them something to chew on. Come on, family. The teacher is the one that puts it on in there, right? Drives it home. So the preacher and the teacher edify one another all right that's that dual partnership there going on because the it's up to the preacher to sow that seed right and then they're gonna water it right and then it's edified it starts nourishing and blooming because they had the milk then they had the meat and if you're at matthew 28 i gave you enough time to get there right and it says and jesus came and spoke unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always even until the end of the world. 
He didn't say to the end of your journey. He didn't say to the end of your ministry. He said to the world. Amen. The world. Amen. Now, in the world. I know I didn't tell you to go here, but I'm just going to read Acts 5.42 right quick because I did mention it, right? So I just want to make sure that we put that piece in there because we know the book of Acts was when they were in that upper room. All types of things were taking place. It was moving and shaking and tongues and everything else. was. That's when he blew on them. Come on. And he allowed them to graduate from disciples to apostles. And Acts 5.42 reads, and daily in the temple... In every house, because the temple had how many floors and how many rooms, right? When they were in the upper room, right? In Acts, and every they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Anybody that came in there got anointed with the word, right? Got anointed with that word. All right, so now we're going to go down to 1 Corinthians 3, verses 1 and 2. And while you're going there, I want to share with you this part. Now we have the church plays a bigger part in the mission than what we seem to remember, right? Because the church is critical. That's why my title is, Where is the Church? The church is critical in, in this part here, especially during this, this, what is it, lockdown, pandemic, whatever they got us in, right? And everybody's like, where is the church? Why isn't the church doing this? Why isn't the church doing that? The church is critical. And in the mission, as it goes on to explain discipling, fellowship, worship, majority of the believer, ministry in material needs, missions, and evangelism. Now, out of the church comes all that because it's already in us. It's in you, it's in you, and it's in you. However, a particular gift has been bestowed upon each one of us, like my palm, right? For us to all, what? The church. And then each one of us has the gift from the fivefold for us to all work together. Amen. So when we come out of the church, we step out bold, ready to take on the world because he told us he will be with us till the end. So. 1 Corinthians 3 and 2, had 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 a moment to get there yet, reads, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. Even as unto babes in Christ, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto ye were not able to bear it, neither yet. Now are you able? See, we have to have that mind shift. We got to do that change of heart, change of thought. And we have to know that we know that we know that I am. See, we have to know who we are. We have to be able to step out and say, I am. Because we are not only disciples of Jesus Christ. We are his brothers and sisters in Christ. We are kings and queens of the kingdom god's kingdom all right so now the next scripture i'm going to go to to give you a chance to get there is luke 
42 and 49, but I'm going to share with you. The Great Commission implies world evangelism. Jesus' whole intention was for the gospel to travel a lot further than Jerusalem, right, family? Or Judea or Samaria. The gospel is the good news for all nations to the end of the earth. So why is it that the church tends to need an extra nudge? to get them up out of their seats, up out of the four walls of the church and spread the gospel as we have been assigned to do. Come on. You know, I'm going to go back to our founder, right? Because on, as I was doing my study, like I said, on March 12th, back in 1939, this woman that was the leader of the Foursquare Gospel International Church, Ms. Amy Simple McPherson, preached a sermon. And when she preached this sermon in 1939, oh, this is my task. She referenced the following scripture. Come with me now to Luke 2 and 49. And he said unto them, how is it that ye sought me with Ye not that I must be about my father's business? Do you all recall what he said to his mom? Yes. Do you all recall? You know, I, I, when I first read that, I felt so bad for Mary because I'm thinking about my physical children that the Lord has allowed me to bless this earth with, right? And I just know how upset I would be if they disappeared or if they wandered off, right? And then when I find them, we're normally... After we're scared or concerned, then when it's all over with, we kind of get angry, right? You get angry because then you're like, oh, I was so worried. And then you turn into, how dare you wander off and have me worrying about you, right? But Jesus had to remind her. He had to say, look, I'm here doing my father's business. And I'm thinking, this isn't even a teenager, right? And he's telling his mom, but he had to remind her of his purpose for being here. And I know that had to hurt her because I know it hurts us, right? For, for our children to, to say something that we may not like, you know, to say something like that. But let me continue on, right? Because he said, I'm, I'm here uh, about my father's business. Then we move on to John 4, 34 and 36. And it reads, Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me, that sent me and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months <laughs> that he had to, and then cometh harvest. So he had to work. He had to hurry up and get it together because they had a lot of fields to plow, right? And, and, yes. and behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look onto the fields. For they are while already to harvest. They're already out there for the picking. How many of you all know? People are just waiting to hear God's word. We just people are just waiting to hear about our Savior because they're hurting right now. They need to hear it. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and 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 gareth and uh excuse me, let me slow down, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Amen? Hallelujah, Amen. hallelujah. So how many of you feel that your work 
has only just begun. Do you know that, family? Look at where we are. With, with everything going on in the world today, can you honestly say that you're doing enough? May I ask, what are you doing about it if you're not doing enough? No. Are you praying more? Are you meditating more? Are you worshiping more? Are you feeling God's presence more? Are you putting yourself prostrate so that you can feel him and hear him and shh, silence the moment? What are you doing to make a difference? As Sister McPherson uh, preached, she repeated constantly all the above. This is my task. So follow me here. Would you agree that our task is to get the gospel around the world in the shortest time possible so that every man, woman, and child may hear it before Jesus returns? Remember, he said the harvest, he only had four months, right? So can we count on you? Can God count on you? With God, do I can do all things, right? Because that's what he told us. With God in you and the people you can get interested. Remember the pastor recruiting and motivating and then the teacher elevating because they, the teacher is doing what? The teacher is maturing them. By the grace of God, we can cover the world fivefold. There's so many of us working together, coming out of the building, the church here, but moving forward. So... Are you up for the challenge? Just think, are we all the same? No, fafo, right? Each has a gift. And then every now and then we can cross over into each other's gift, you know? But so therefore we're not the same. We, are, we all have a heart, yes we do. And we all cry tears, yes we do. We all have sinned, yes we have. And we all need a savior, right? So now that we've gotten all that across, we all need the blood of Jesus. That although he was pure and white as snow, but the blood made him rudgy, like brownish, right? Because the blood that we needed, that he had to bleed for us, removed some of his impurities on the outside, appearance only, right? But we all needed the blood, so he had to go through that. Even though he said to the Father, if it be thy will, he had to go through it and he accepted it, right? And every one of us can work for Jesus because of that, Amen. right? Amen. Whether we go across the world or stay right here in our own hometown, this is our task. So no more excuses, family. Oh, the COVID, I can't travel, right? Oh, the COVID, I can't go outside. Oh, the COVID, I can't go to the church building anymore. This is our task. Look, Lord, make us soul winners, every one of us. Now, back to our task. It must be pleasing to Jesus to be emptied of self, and filled with himself to be filled with holy spirit and led by holy spirit. holy spirit to be filled with the spirit means to be filled with a burning desire to see other men and women saved and to carry the gospel across the world again Amen. this is our task 
It is not the great knowledge you have or how important you are, but it is your willingness to let God fill your life. This is our task. And as I start to wrap up family, let us be workers, not shirkers, right? I must finish my task. This, there is work to be done and the whole success of the last. You see, Adam's task was to care for the Garden of Eden. Eden, excuse me. But he failed. Noah's task was to build an ark, an ark that would float upon the water. He built it without asking any questions. Did you realize that? He, he wasn't like us. But God, why? But God, how do I do this? But God, I, I, are you going to give me this for me to do it? God, are you going to pay for this for me to get there? And the people thought he was crazy because there had been no water, no flood, right? In that desert, but he built it anyway. And today he is still being praised for it. Hallelujah. Because the world would have ended back then. So not only Noah, but then Moses had a task. God sent him to lead the children of Israel from Egyptian bondage. He became a great leader under God. Nehemiah had a task. Nehemiah 2 and 5. He was sent by God to rebuild the walls. He told the people he had a task. And some of those people didn't believe him either, right? But he kept saying it and kept saying it, reiterating and reiterating and reiterating. Finally, they believed him. And what did they do? They started pitching in and helping him. As a matter of fact, People showed up from all over the place, and he built that wall. Again, Amen. this is our task. I know as God is my judge and my witness, I don't amount to anything by myself. But I know God has called me just like he's called you and has put it into my soul to get the gospel of Jesus our Savior Jesus the baptizer with the Holy Ghost, Jesus the healer, and Jesus the coming king around the world. The preaching of the world word of the living God. The whole word, not a smidgen of it. The whole world word across to everyone that I come in contact with. This is my task. God, no God. No God has called me to do this task just as he's called others uh, long ago and is calling you today. So I'm yes. asking you all to join with me in that work that all might hear the word. You may not be able to go, as I said earlier, and if you can't go, I'm going to ask you to send. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is our task. And where's the church, family? Where's the church? I pray that there's something I share with you today that somebody can take with them. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share God's word with you today. Amen. Send it all down, Lord. Send it all down, Lord.
And he said, if you think about it, and I thought about it when I was teaching school 28, for 28 years as a special education teacher. And when I had, I had one set would have students for like say in 2012, next year I have them again in 2013. But as it was stated, how they mature throughout the years, how a lot of things they did when I first met them, them they didn't do anymore. So that's what we're looking at. And also realize that the teacher is all fivefold, all the fivefold is very powerful. But the teacher, a lot of people would just mm, have, um, would teach the same thing over and over and it's not maturing nobody. But the teacher is to continue to teach. Yeah, there are prerequisite skills that one must know but at the same time, they must encounter and preach the newness. And it does help, and they do help one to mature and to instruct. And preachers are to proclaim the word and get the people, continue to get the people excited. And I believe that's the part of the pastor, to get them so excited. If they have to teach, they teach. If they have to prophesy, they prophesy. If they have to holler or shut up, evangelize, they evangelize. Said the spirit of the living Lord. They have to be apostles, they be apostles. Hallelujah. Whatever the Lord has them to do, that they will be, be, be. The Lord is elated of what has gone forth. Amen. And the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for all your support. Amen. But like I said, I always pray so that he'll have his way. <laughs> Amen. That is good. We are grateful. Amen. Uh, is there any prayer requests? Amen. This is the word that we must take with us. We must apply it to our lives. Amen. It's not enough just to read it. We have to apply it to our lives. We have to be, see, because people don't care how much you know until they know that you really care. Another thing, people are tired of hearing about getting ready to see the church in action. Jesus said that these, these things that I've done, you would do even greater. Amen. Amen. So we, once, I'm telling you, when you get full of the Holy Ghost and you're staying and intensifying your prayer life, God will work through us. Amen. Amen. God will lead us. God will give us insight and revelation. 2022 coming up. Amen. At the end of 2022, we don't want to be in the same state again. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not. Amen. Amen. But uh, I thank God for that message on today. Amen. This is Friends and Missions Day. Amen. The theme is to go out. We need to go. 
amen, and reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's the only one can say, amen. Great word, amen. Uh, no comments, no... Uh... Go ahead, Mama CJ. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know how um, my heart feels when I hear my child speak. Amen. And I want to praise God and thank him for all your prayers for us here because we are receiving a tremendous breakthrough. Hallelujah. With the problem, people, and some of the other things that are going on. And we now have law on our side. We have city council people on our side to help us with uh, obstinate individual and um, it is just amazing how God because when I came here I asked God just to keep me stable because I'd never lived in one place in my whole life and then after I got here I said Lord why am I here and he is showing me through the years why he has placed me here and I do not make any decisions or do anything without consulting him, without prayer. I don't care how small or large it is. Amen. And people Amen. try to put me into doing this and jumping here and jumping there. And I tell them real quick, I cannot do that. I don't move like that. And I praise God because I've learned so much in this ministry. Hallelujah. Praise God for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Mama CJ. Thank God for you. Amen. All right. Thank God for all of you. Dickness K. God bless you. We will put out this week concerning our uh, watch night, our book review. And uh, our workers meet. I will put it out. I try to have it out by Wednesday. Give some clarity what we're looking to do. Amen. All right. Nothing else. Amen. Uh, Chaplain Daniels, you can close us out and with our last song, give us a benediction and close us out, please. Mm-hmm. After you pray. Can I bring this song, um, Pastor? Hello? Yes, go ahead. I keep falling in love with them over and over and over and over again. 
I keep falling in love with them over and over and over and over again. But Jesus gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my Lord and I. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. My Jesus gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my Lord and I. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, most gracious and heavenly Father. We come before you as we close out our service and we each go about our different ways. Father, we pray that you cover us, that you be with us, and that we stand fast to your great commission so that all will know that Jesus is Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen. And I will share our song if you still wish for me to. Like I'm having some technical difficulties. There's and uh the that's good all writing yeah this that's is, good that's all good right. thank you thank uh, you that's a that's a beautiful close that what you mm -hmm. this song amen amen falling in love with jesus yes. over and, and over, over again and over again yes hallelujah amen. hallelujah thank you all right all Our right god bless you all lesson. amen enjoy this week yeah. All right. Closing out then. And Pastor, when I count down, now on five. Shalom. 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 Shabbat. Three. Two. One.